track. The only thing matters is a win. That's it. However, whatever, whatever it takes. Let's go, man. Let's win on three. One, two, three. Win. Live. 319. In the entertainment capital of the world. Vikings blitz. Manning got it off the rare deep throw. And maybe that's why they don't do it. Intercepted by Xavier Rhodes. It's the T.C. Martin Show. They're not used to this damn heat. They're over there trying to set up damn pits over there on the sideline. Hey, it's your ride. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Okay, well, I ain't going to worry about you no more. 300 yards, four touchdowns. It's so sweet when you walk off the field knowing you gave everything you got. Team win tonight. The doctor is now in. How you like me now? 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 Hour number two. Crack it away here. All right. Hour number one. Paul Buckpower Stewart joined us. Kevin Kruger. Go check all that out on the website at tcmartinshow.com. This hour, Raiders. Talk more, Raiders. Feels like a terrible Tuesday. He's got plenty of that. Manic Monday, right? People still, I don't want to say seething, but not happy about those Raiders. Those Raider haters out there, they're in the field day, aren't they? All right, our next guest, he has something to say. He always has something to say. It's usually pretty funny, too. Our comedian extraordinaire, Dennis Gaxiola. Not only the comedian extraordinaire, but lifelong Raiders fan, Raiders season ticket holder. And yes, Mr. Silver and Black, Mr. Oakland Bay Area. But yes, he he sucked it up. He's come over here. He's come over here to Vegas, to Allegiant Stadium for games. But I don't know if he's planning on coming to any more games. After the product that we have seen on the field from the two and seven Las Vegas Raiders, Dennis Gaxiola, what is up, my man? Bro, <laughs> I'm exhausted, man. Al, da- uh, Al Davis is rolling over in his grave. Mark Davis, the he's the Fredo Corleone of NFL owners. He sold his soul to the devil to get the stadium, and yes, we needed the stadium, but. The fan base has no guts right now in Vegas. Half the tickets go to the enemy. Um, Mark Davis doesn't know what he's doing. And Josh McDaniels is a lieutenant. He's not a general. There's 32 generals in the NFL. He's not one of them. He's a lieutenant. <laughs> at, at what point in time did you uh, come to realize that? Um, when they hired him, I was like, there, this is bad. There you go. There you go. Okay. This is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, either, you know, I, I'm a 20 year military veteran. Yep. We know leaders in Vietnam. We would send Josh out in front and shoot him. Cause he would get too many people killed and he's doing it to the Raiders <laughs> right now. We would frag. It's a term called frag. We would friendly fire that dude. And, and Mark Davis is so, Hard-headed, he's not going to fire him. Would you issue a code red? That's what I want to know. Would you issue a code red, Dennis Gaxiola? Mark Davis looks like he had a code red by the barber. I mean, this is ridiculous. No, no, no. (laughs) Who cut his hair, bro? In the words of Cheech and Chop, who cut your hair? (laughs) 
<laughs> I say code red, and, and nunchucks play like something out of a prison escape or something like that. Where's a few good men? You know, code red. That's where I'm going with that. You didn't, get, did you didn't understand that? A, how did we go from a veteran playoff team to arguably the worst team in the NFL and without a doubt, the most disappointing team in the NFL? That comes from leadership. That lack of leadership. <laughs> it's sickening what's happened to the Raider Nation right now. This we gets you we deserve better, T.C. Martin. I was going to say, tell me how you're really feeling. How are you really feeling about this season? And, and you know me, bro. You know I'm a Raiders apologist. Yes, you are. Oh. You are. That's why I'm kind of <laughs> loving this right now. I'm really loving this because it's always, oh, I see the glass half full. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Hey, we're, we're going to come back and win four, five, six in a row. Yeah, no problem. I'm not hearing any of that from Mr. Silver and Block right now. No, no. You know, I'm... How do you go? You got a veteran quarterback. You got a stud wide receiver. You've got, um, oh, they forgot to build the line. Oh, that, that, you know, who needs an offensive line when you have all the talent or skill position? It's so, it's just so, it's, it's basics. I have no doubt in my mind I could run that team better. You could run that team better. Your beautiful wife, Gina, could run that team better than what Mark Davis is doing right now. <laughs> So I know, and you just kind of alluded to it, that you are the eternal optimist, all right? Yeah. But honestly, let's go back. What did you really expect this season? What did you really expect? Coming off what we did last year, I thought we were going to make a deep playoff run. I thought, you know, we added the receiver. We got the tight end. We got the slot receiver. Um, we've got uh, an elite running back. Um, we added to the defense. We added a, a legit number one cornerback. I mean, I thought we did things, that we were doing things the right way. But in the end, Mayock's incompetence, um, all the draft capital that we had that would have set us up for a dynasty-level run was wasted. Mm-hmm. And we, the team is gutted. We're back to square one. We're back to right the, the post-Jamarcus Russell era right now. We are right back to that where we have to rebuild the team. And it's funny you say that, Jamarcus Russell, the, just the, the joke of all jokes. And we knew, at least I knew, coming out of LSU, this guy was not going to be a quality quarterback. But that f- seems weird for you to say that because – this is Derek Carr, nine-year veteran. You got Devontae Adams, kind of the missing piece to the puzzle. And you got Josh Jacobs. But it is all kind of strange because Josh Jacobs comes in really like, how's he really feeling about him, uh, his his situation, knowing that they said, well, we're not going to extend you. We'll talk about it after the season. So he's a lame duck running back. Then you got Darren Waller. He hasn't seen the field. Hunter Renfro hasn't seen the field. Now I'm not going to see these guys until at least the Rams game. Heck, at this point, they might not even come back. We've seen that before. Okay, what's the point of even coming back? Let's just rest up. These guys aren't healthy. And it's just it just seems very strange that personnel-wise that you are comparing this to those Raider teams of, of 10, 15 years ago. They really didn't have the talent. This team seems to have the talent, but not really on both sides of the ball. Well, what they don't have right now is heart. 
and heart yep. comes from leadership. You see, you see Derek, who is the ultimate team player. You see him rolling his eyes at Josh McDaniels. Josh is the problem. The team already half a season they do not respect him. He is not a leader of men. Football is the ultimate man game. And it's all about machismo. It's all about alpha males. He's not an alpha male, Josh. Nobody respects him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's the core of the problem. How do you blow three leads of seventeen points or more? Historically, we did that five times in fifty years. We've done it three times this season. That is leadership. You and I are saying you're saying you and I are saying the same thing again. You know, we know that okay, he can get credit for X's and O's all he wants, but the bottom line is, you know, where is uh, the leadership? You know, when a team is going bad, I mean, it is the head coach that needs to step up and either command that uh, that locker room if you if you haven't already, which is weird. You should command that locker room right away. But it just seemed like when he came in here, it's like, okay, here's our practice plan. Here's what we're doing. This is it. Okay, this is our offense. All this other kind of thing. But then then you get into game situations. Then it comes time to you know uh, to to make these crucial play calls, and you're supposed to be a fantastic play caller. Okay, we're not even seeing that. And then when things go south and you see some adversity, it's like, okay, he's not stepping up and really handling it. He's just being, you know, kind of this this vanilla, you know, vanilla company guy here, and it just seems very, very strange. But this is the nature, Dennis, of the modern day, not only the NFL coach, but we see it in Major League Baseball. We see it in the yeah. NBA. I mean, this is what we see, you know, probably more so, I would say, in baseball and the NFL, where you get these guys that really are not qualified to be head coaches or managers, and they are they're they're kind of just like learning as they go here and it and that is is not the way that the NFL used to be and like you said leader of men let's go back to sunday all right i thought last sunday's game was before as we were leading up to the game i said to myself and i said on the air i think this is one of the most intriguing games that i'm actually looking forward to because you know, not because the Raiders had won two games coming into it and the Colts had won three because they both stink. We get that. But look at the situations. Both of these teams are in disarray right now. The Colts just fired Frank Reich, their longtime head coach. Jim Ursay's coming here and saying, hey, I'm going to hire my beer drinking buddy, Jeff Saturday. All right. And then the Raiders are coming off these embarrassing, humiliating losses to the Saints and the Jaguars and, and now the Colts. And you're just going, okay, what is going to transpire here? I mean, how are the Raiders going to bounce back? The Raiders were a six-point favorite because people were thinking, well, the Colts are, are a mess. Well, what happened in this game is Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, like you said, is he turns out to be a leader of men. That's why Ursay hired him. They hired him because he could come in and say, okay, I don't have experience you know, with this stuff, but... I'm a 13-year veteran. I love this team. I love this organization. I can I can actually motivate and I can lead you guys. And what happened? They look like the Colts team that we expected to see back in September. And the Raiders look like this team that it had mailed it in. Heck, they look like the Cleveland Browns from a few years back. Seriously. And to me, that all goes back to Jeff Saturday and to Josh McDaniel. You would think after Saturday, before he got hired, before they had fired Wright, that he on social media as a 
as a me- member of the media, rips the Raiders. The Raiders look mm-hmm. horrible. How much bulletin yes. board material yes. did McDaniel need to fire up his men? This dude's talking smack about us. Let's hand it to him. But you know what? Jeff Saturday, a real man, took that boy to the woodshed mm-hmm. and smacked him down in front of our beautiful home stadium that's half full with Raider fans. Mark Davis sold his soul to the devil, and the Raider Nation is paying for it. Dennis Gaxiola joins us. Uh, you have any comedy material now for Josh McDaniels? I mean, is he part of your act now? Bro, you know, I don't joke about my mama, and I don't joke about my Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but see, but this is good stuff, though, man. I mean, you could go ahead. I mean, I've seen you rip on 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 other, you know, uh, yeah. sports celebrities and teams and you know situations. Yeah. I mean, you were all over Deflate Gate and all this other kind of stuff, deflating My- Brady's balls, yeah. all this stuff. I mean, you got to take some shots at uh, Josh McDaniels. I think he would be in your routine. That would be like a no brainer yeah. for you because you know this team inside and out. Definitely, you know who. Uh- my own son went on social media and talked. He, I thought it was a serious post, but he said he was ending a generational curse. And I'm like, man, what's he talking about? He was talking about not having my grandson's cheer for the Raiders. I said, what do you mean? He's like, nope, my dad gave this to me. I'm not putting this on my sons. <laughs> That's how bad Mark Davis is breaking legacies right now. Al is rolling over. You know, we need a code red. You nailed it, bro. We need a code red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that right. Uh, you you mentioned the crowd thing. That has been on, on the top of my head for ever since they moved here. And when I went into that stadium on Sunday, I was even shocked how much blue was in there. And we're talking about Colts blue. We're not talking Patriots blue. We're not talking Cowboys blue, Rams blue. We are talking Colts blue. And what I mean by that is they don't travel well. I mean, give me a break. Baltimore, Indianapolis. I mean, there's so much, you know, uh, disloyalty, you know, with that franchise. And they showed out. And I couldn't believe how loud it was. And, you know, and I thought, okay, Sam Ellinger, you know, forget this. And then when I saw Matt Ryan warming up, I go, Matt Ryan's going to play in this game. Wait a minute. This actually really might be interesting now. And then Matt Ryan looked like Steve Young. He looked like the modern-day Josh Allen. I mean, did you see the 39-yard run where he's rolling out to the right, Dennis, on, on what, third and six? And he, like, pump faked, and the Raiders stopped. The, 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 The linebacker stopped, and he peruses for 39 yards. It took him about 10 minutes to get there. And then two plays later, he fires a strike, a flag football strike, as I like to call it, uh, you know, for the touchdown. The guy was untouched. That's why I say flag football. It's like, look at Matt Ryan. I mean, this. look at Matt Ryan. We all watched him, what is it, Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football yep. three weeks ago. It was embarrassing. Unbelievable. Nine games in, the team has quit on Josh McDaniels. Man. And and Mark's response is, I think he's doing a great job. You know, he sounds like a solid Democrat that's saying the border is secure. It's like, give me a break. You know, Al Davis, at least, if, if you could say anything about Al Davis, was that he kept it real. Yeah. You know, when um, when Tom Cable was happy that the team the team was uh, finished at eight hundred, I mean five hundred. 
Al Davis fired him. He said, we, that's not winning. Mark Davis is happy at two and seven and the guy's doing a great job. His dad fired a coach at 500. Okay. So and I, I'm going to say this, uh, it'll sound like I'm taking Mark's side here, but I understand why you are sticking with him because you don't want the revolving door of coaches. Sure. You want to try to find the right guy, but the way these guys are hiring these owners and general managers yeah. are hiring coaches right now. All they do, Dennis is just take the hot coordinator from the past season. And that doesn't work again. McDaniels was one of those guys. It's like, doesn't mean, you know, you could be a quality head coach, a leader of men just because you're a coordinator. So, Okay, so he's buying. Mark is buying into Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniel saying, and maybe they're not saying because it only seems like Josh McDaniel even communicates with anybody. But the the mindset is probably, well, I went through this embarrassing situation with Gruden. I want to, you know, let this thing kind of blow over. Let this guy, I guess, you know, you know, continue to cut his throat. But it's like. If I make a change, now where do I go? I don't know where else to go, and I don't want to be known as this revolving door of coaches because, okay, maybe he needs to get his own players. Okay, give the guy a year or two to get his own players because anybody else that they could bring in right now probably isn't going to make that big of a difference. So I understand. I kind of do understand where Mark is going with this because you have to let a guy kind of either prove himself, cut his own throat even further because, you know, you, you've got the people that you've signed. You've already kind yeah. of got cut some people, some dead weight already, and there's going to be more of that, you know, coming coming forward here. But I can understand why you're going to say, okay, let's, let's just, you know, I believed in this guy. Is really nine games enough for really for me to, to evaluate whether this guy can coach or not? Now, for fans it is. But for Mark, I think he's just going to be, you know, uh, a little bit more patient with this thing and, and and see what happens in year two. You know, who who would have known that McDaniel's would have this hard a time coaching? Uh, we had no clue unless you look at his record. This is what happened to the Broncos when they hired. Yep, I agree. Him. It's there. It's there. You know, no doubt. Yeah. He got rid of got rid of Bisaccia, um, and all Bisaccia did was win and take him to the playoffs. Last year was five and five. Um, yeah, my, now my son's giving me facts. Yeah, right. He took a horrific situation and he led men out of a tough, tough turmoil right. with injury, with everything. He's a, you know, I think he's a legit, uh, he's a legit, if not a general, he's a colonel. You know, but we got we got the shoeshine boy leading team right now. <laughs> he just went from a lieutenant to a shoeshine boy. Josh McDaniels, <laughs> unbelievable. According to Dennis Gaxiola. Okay, so uh, but, me on that. I did. We, we did. So you know, the visiting teams fans are growing, like we talked about. I mean, we saw it last year with Washington and Miami, and we 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 saw this. These teams are not any good, and but but they're showing up. But here's what I could hardly wait for now. Can you imagine if, if Colts fans are showing up like this and Bengals fans are showing up like this? What's it going to be like when the Patriots show up here on December the 18th? A great day, by the way. Uh, Patriot fans, what is that place going to look like? What is it going to look like on New Year's Day? There you go. I was going next. New Year's Day with the 49er fans. 
Can you imagine what this building is going to look like? It is going to be downright embarrassing because there were all these Raider fans that were pointing to that game saying, oh, the rivalry, this is going to be great. Raiders are going to be battling for a playoff spot. The Niners are going to be battling for a playoff spot. Well, what we're finding out is the Niners are going to be battling for a playoff spot and the Raiders are playing for absolutely nothing. Dennis, this place could be 70% red. Red, gold, and rainbow flag. Yeah. The Niners are coming. <laughs> there you go. And there's it, nothing wrong with rainbow flags, but damn it, they don't belong in Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. There it is, man. So my, 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 six, my 60-year-old cousin comes out the closet. He marries his lifelong boyfriend. <laughs> so he's Mexican. He marries an Irishman. And they're, you know, they're a gay couple. They're great people. But he comes out and he says he's a 49er fan. Um, and all our he said was, who the hell marries a 49er fan? <laughs> and now they're going to dance on the middle of our stadium. And it, it's embarrassing. Have you canceled your any upcoming trips to Vegas yet? Are you so disgusted that you've, you've canceled, forgot those tickets? Where are you at with all that? No, no, I, I'll still be coming to town. Supposed to come for the 49ers against the 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 hard part about it is because of the cost of everything, it's hard to put down four or five thousand dollars for a weekend trip mm-hmm. when the team is not putting out the product. Four or five thousand dollars. I mean, where are you going, man? I mean, come on now. Well, is you it... know, if you add in the airfare and uh, you know, and uh, you got to grab you got to grab a good steak when you're in Vegas. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, Tickets, you know, I'm talking about. I was going to bring three of my sons, and we were going to go out and have a good time. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. If you're three sons, I understand where you're going with that. There you go, my friend. Yeah. Oh man, I so, mean, come. That's a short trip. I mean, come on, Bay Area to to Vegas. I mean, that's a short trip. You book it three weeks in advance. That, 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 that's affordable yeah. for you. There it is. But those tickets, you're right. The tickets will get you, no doubt about it. And I'm standing in a parking lot right now in San Jose near where the 49ers play. Mm-hmm. And I got my Raider hat on. My sons have their Raiders hats on. We're not ashamed of the colors, but it's it's just it's really disheartening. This season was supposed to be where we were back in the main picture, um, and you know, looking not just to make the playoffs, but to make a run. And you know, we're now we're look. We're, I'm I'm looking at draft boards already. It's the middle of the season. I know it, 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 that we were talking about that earlier in the Las Vegas Review Journal. They were writing about that. Like, hey, here here are the top quarterbacks. Uh, what's your gut feeling about Derek Carr? I hope they trade him or let him go somewhere where he can actually get the W. You know, where he can he can live out his last years without the Raider Nation noose around his neck because he's a great guy and he is a very good quarterback. Um, but my God, um, you know this this week it's so e- it's easy to make mistakes. Your wide receiver, your slot receiver is out, your tight end is out. The line is shaky, but and he doesn't. You know, it's learning a new playbook again. Um, so do we be patient and let him get that playbook down for next year? Um, I, set the man free, let him go, and then the people that hated on him all these years will say, "Oh man." We got some rookie in here, and it's horrible. But at least it won't be Carr's fault. All right, so this week you got the Broncos, uh, one of the two teams that the Raiders defeated. The other one, the the only team that has a worse record than them, the Houston Texans at 1-7-1. and But you're facing those Broncos. It's in Denver. They're just as much of, of a mess as the Raiders. 
Uh, how do you see this one, man? From uh, you know, now that you've taken off your silver and black glasses. Um, if the Raiders stick within ten points, that'll be a win. <laughs> you don't think they're going to go into Denver and get drilled? That's what you're saying. Yeah, they're going to get their hands. You know, uh, Wilson's going to have his spark, and uh, the donkeys are going to be happy that they got their quarterback. He's going to look great. He's going to. Uh, if Matt Ryan can run for forty yards, uh, <laughs> you know. What makes you think, you know? Hey, brother, it's been great catching up with you. I've got an emergency call coming in. i got to grab this call, but, man, I hope we see better days. You got it, brother. All right, Dennis Gaxiola, we appreciate you, my man. Take care. There he is. All right, there he is. Uh, Dry Bar Comedy. Go check all of that stuff out. Uh, Great comedy uh, specials that he has. You can find all of that online at YouTube. And, of course, uh, He's a part of the Latin Kings comedy tour. Uh, he's been touring with that. Of course, he's uh, toured with Fluffy uh, as well. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias. So Dennis Gaxiola, uh, great friend, great comedian, fantastic, and a passionate Raiders fan. Passionate as can be discussed. I think this is the first time, because every time we've had him on, whether it's by phone or in studio, uh, he would make me sick. With all this, you know, oh, yeah, we're good. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to the playoffs. This is the year. This is that. To, to have him that frustrated and that distraught, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was, yeah, the first time he's never, like, I love Made excuses. Yeah, he, he's, he's just done. Yeah, he's done. Like a lot of fans are. Yeah, for me, man, it is, I'm really looking forward to going to those games seeing the Patriots and in, in the 49ers just to see what that fan base is all about. Now, their next home game, they've got three home games left. Remember that. All right? And you got the Chargers coming in. Well, yeah, Charger fans. I mean, again, they're no allegiance, no home for them. But the Chargers are ahead of the Raiders. They're competing for a playoff spot. And we remember... That game last year, that final regular season game, that Charger Raider game, just crazy, fantastic. And Justin Justin Herbert was fantastic. But uh, you got the goofball coach for the Chargers. He did it again. I don't know if you saw this, but against the, the, the Niners, he went for it on his, what, own eight-yard line? Yeah. He, he, last year he did it at the 18, at the 8. He's like, what are you doing? I mean, talk about a guy that needs to go. That's just downright atrocious. All right. Dennis Gaxiola, go find him. You want to laugh? One of the great clean comics. And what's for clean comics? Uh, two of my great friends in the in the comedy world, Sinbad and Dennis Gaxiola. Uh, fantastic. And uh, shout out to Sinbad, too, uh, for his recovery. that uh, has been happening now, going on, you know, more than a year and a half. And hopefully... Uh, he uh, can recuperate enough where he can get back and do, uh, you know, his his comedy and get back on it. Uh, been very, laying down low at home after suffering that uh, massive stroke uh, going back oh, a year and a half or so ago. So always a uh, shout out and prayers to him. But uh, him and Dennis, uh, my two guys, no question about it. Love having them on the shows here. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little more NFL. Get ready for the weekend ahead, and we got that and a whole lot more coming your way. If you want to sound off. You can sound off too today, 
702-221-7283. You want to talk Raiders? You want to talk anything NFL? 702-221-7283. We can hit that next segment as well, too. What's up, y'all? This is Sinbad. You're checking my boy, T.C. Martin, talking about what's happening.